5 says, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him to speak. Now, him has no gender. It can be she or he. Speak what all God has commanded you. Deuteronomy 4 and 2 says, You shall not add to the word that I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you. 1 Corinthians 2 and 13. And we impart this in word, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. So that allows me to understand that as the Lord gives us interpretation and gives to me interpretation of what he is saying to us right now, only those who are spiritual will hear it and understand it. Amos 3 and 7 says, For the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. Now I want to get on down into the gist of what God has given to me for this hour. 1 Chronicles 12 and 32. And of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understandings of the times to know what Israel ought to do. In Wycliffe's interpretation of this scripture, he says, also of the sons of Issachar, 200 prince learned men that knew at each time to command what the people of Israel ought to do. And all of the remnant of the lineage followed the counsel of them. And the sons of Issachar, 200 leaders, learned men who knew every time what to command the people of Israel to do. And all the remnant of the tribe followed their counsel. It sounds something like what God has given unto me for you to do. We find that the sons of Issachar, that they were learned men of the scripture. And I thought about the three men that came into this place this weekend, learned men of the scripture. And they gave us some commands and told us of some things we need to do, even as I will give unto you today. Issachar was one of the 12 sons of Jacob. His mother was Leah, who also gave birth to Reuben, Judah, Simeon, Levi, and Zebulon. And I think about uh, Leah, and Leah, you know, being the daughter of Laban, she was not the one that Jacob wanted. He really wanted Rebekah. But the one that he did not want gave birth to the tribe of Judah. And we know that Jesus came down through the lineage through the tribe of Judah. What am I saying here is that you may in your lifetime have been discounted, not looked upon as being great or anointed or even appointed to do anything. But if you would just go back into the theater of your mind when you maybe was a child just like Riley Rose. Come on, come on. When you were free to worship the Lord and, and you had a love for him and you loved going to Sunday school. I, I remember those days of your youth and don't despise them. But then somewhere life happened and something tried to get you off the course of life. But if you were to remember the days of your youth, you probably will remember that you were different even back then and you're different now and you would never fit in. But that's all right because you are a peculiar people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation unto God. So don't worry about your past. You better hold on to the future of this word. In 
Genesis 30 and 18, it says, Then Leah said, God has rewarded me for giving my servant to my husband. So she named him Issachar. Issachar is the ancestor of the tribe of Issachar, which is one of the 12 tribes of Jacob or Israel because Jacob's name was changed to Israel. When Jacob blessed his sons in Genesis 49, Issachar was described as a beast of burden who would submit to forced labor. A beast of burden who would submit to false labor. So I had to go in and I had to examine this passage of scripture because if I read it in the English understanding of the word that was written based on King James, I would miss the whole point. So I went and I looked at the Jewish translation and the subject, and it reads this way. Issachar has described that which is good, resting between inheritance. That's verse 14. Let me read it again. Genesis 49 and 14 doesn't sound like what I read in the English translation of Genesis 49, 14 and 15. It reads, Issachar has desired that which is good, resting between the inheritance. <laughs> I love that one. That that Issachar, when he was born, see, 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 Rebecca could not have a child. And 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 and, and uh, there was a, a child that 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 uh, Rebecca had that went out to the field and he came back and he had this piece of fruit. And this piece of fruit, it was a fruit that they believe caused a woman to be fertile and can bear a child. So she said to Leah, you know what, uh, if you're, you would allow me, you know, uh, 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 to, to eat of this fruit, to have of this fruit, and you lay with my, 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 my husband, then you can bear a child and then I can later bear a child. So they made a deal, they cut a deal. And, and, and the fruit was shared between the two women. And from that fruit, Issachar was born. And so Issachar was born resting between his inheritance. <laughs> you know what, what, what the enemy meant for your bad, God is going to turn that thing around for your good. So don't look at everything that the enemy do as bad. So what you're doing for my bad, I'm resting. I'm in between my inheritance because of what you did and the inheritance because of what God is going to do for me. Yes. Verse 15, it says, And having seen the resting place that it was good and the land that it was fertile, he subjected his shoulder to labor and became a husband man. He subjected himself to labor, the servant. Come on. In between his inheritance. And I don't mind working for my creator because I know what that what God has for me is for me. In the song of Deborah, Issachar is mentioned in a favorable light in regards to the tribes, the battle with the Canaanites. One of the judges of Israel named Tola was from the region of Israel that was named after Issachar. During the era in which David was king, the tribe Issachar gained a reputation for wise men. In Revelation 7, verses 1 through 8, Issachar is among the tribes who are promised the seal of God for 12,000 of its members. The name Issachar has two meanings, which include man of hire, which means man that serves, and a man that is rewarded. Mm. On yesterday, uh, Chief Apostle Trailer talked about yielding these hands to serve. Yes, he may. Come on now. Yielding these hands to serve. And oftentimes, leaders don't see themselves in the capacity to serve. But a good leader serves well. And then uh, 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 Pastor Derek Houston came in and know this, that he was not in the session when Chief Apostle Trailer talked. But he came in. 
in and he connected all the dots. Come on now. He said a good leader, he came in and he was very radical and he started from Genesis and he talked about having the DNA of your leader and, and a, a, a leader comes in ready to serve and you know a good leader by the way in which they serve. He said if you ain't serving, you ain't doing nothing. That we come in to serve, to give our service over to the Lord. Because we found in the book of Revelation, as God is causing those 12 tribes and calling 12,000 from each tribe and putting a seal on them, he would not have sealed them if he had not found a remnant in that tribe that served well. Come on, man. you got to teach today. So if God is going to bless you and increase you, you ought to be serving well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Woo, God. My, 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 my. Hear this Hallelujah. So um, looking at Issachar, knowing that he was a man that was born to serve. Somebody ought to say, I was born to serve. When I enter into this place, I have my hands out ready to serve. The virtue of Issachar. In most scriptures, Issachar was described as a man who was often with religious scholars. For instance, in the book of Chronicles, Issachar was presented us being with men who were wise enough to know what to do during the times of difficulties in Israel. Yeah, yeah. This is the year of discernment, the year of the sons of Issachar with the spirit of Issachar rising up and longing to be in the presence of men that have great wisdom. Yeah. One of the leaders said on yesterday, watch who you connect with. <laughs> you know, because either people are going to pull you up or they're going to pull you down. I don't know about you, but if I'm going to walk and I'm going to understand the times and the seasons, then I need to hook up, connect with someone who is wise in the word of God where I can hear what God is saying to the church today. These wise men, they studied the movements of the stars and the planets, and they understood the chronological time. They were responsible for calling the whole nation together with the stars aligned. Literally, they understood the seasons. They understood the holy days of God. They understood when God was going to move in a place. And I'm believing that God is going to cause there to be a great revival in the land. And so I'm embracing the school of ministry and evangelistly elect uh, Stephanie and evangelistly elect uh, uh, Vicki. I'm embracing the move of God because God wants to revive the land. He wants the fire to be ignited. He wants men to come in and he wants them to see what the spirit of the living God is saying and what he's doing. Chief Apostle shared with me on yesterday that his heart was grieved because there's a generation that we are losing if we don't ignite the fire of the spirit of the living God, that 15-year-old to 25-year-old generation, and then the 25 and 45-year-old, because the world has given them all kinds of mediums. And, and see, this is what was happening during the times of the sons of Issachar. See, Israel had been delivered from from Egypt, but they took with them some false gods. And yes, God wants us to understand the seasons and the times, but He does not want us to become a goddess to that which is a medium to get to God. Uh, Pastor Houston said this yesterday don't be a medium, don't be in the middle of the road. You know, the medium, you can't drive and walk down the medium. You got to be in the line, you got to be uh, uh, going uh, uh, either straight. To, you know, according to the, the lines and the, and the highway, you cannot drive on the medium. Then he, he broke it down and said, you can't be warm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got to be hot or cold. That lukewarm. That's the medium. But going back to bring this back into the sons of Issachar, because see, the, the, the mother Leah, 
you know, and, and, and Rebecca was still caught up somewhat in superstition and believing that they could have something, a conduit outside of the spirit of the living God to plug into their womb to cause them to bore forth children. But see, God bless and give the increase of our womb. So this superstition, this uh, spirit, they embraced it and they traveled with it and they were still connected to it. I tell you, don't connect to nothing but God. Nobody can give you peace but God that surpasses all understanding. But see, we have a generation that is looking for peace and they're looking for hope and they're using that which they think is okay to plug them into God. But the church got to plug them in. If we don't, superstition going to get them. If we don't, that which is not God is going to get them. There's a young lady that works at the VA and she has her picture of Buddha in her office. And, and she has been given the opportunity to get promoted. Uh, but she said to one other employee, is that, I, 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 I want to get the more the more, more money, but I don't want to disconnect uh, with Miss Glenn. She don't want to disconnect because the spirit of the living God is going to draw her from Buddha. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We should not be embracing their God, but walking in a way that they see our God in us. So they, they studied the movements of the stars and, and the planet. They understood the chronological times when signs and wonders happened in the heaven with the sun, the moons, and the stars. The sons of Issachar knew how to interpret the meaning of those events. But they did not gather a people together and become like a God to them. When the people had to come to them and worship them to get a word from God. They just understood the times of God. The sons of Issachar understood chronological times, but they understood also spiritual and political time. If you understand the times of God, I want you to show me God in it. If you cannot show me God in your understanding, I don't need what you're showing me. The sons of Issachar could discern what God was doing and when he was doing it. They knew, they knew when one move of God was ending and another move of God was beginning. And God was saying to me this morning that we cannot keep doing things the way in which we did them 10 years ago because God is constantly moving. But sometimes because we're not up under the word of God and we're not studying the word of God and we're not opening up the word of God, we will move with any and everything and we will find that we are in the same place we've been in 10 years ago. I don't know about you, but this is a new day and a new time in my life when I will not be in the same place I was 10 years ago. If you love being back there, then stay back there because I'm in full gear and I'm pushing forward because there's greater things ahead of me than what was behind me. We got to know. And, and, and the thing about God is because we want to be in the know of what God is doing. And, and, and when God had me in the know, yes, I was on Facebook. Well, Facebook was my friend on Thursday night. There was only one thing that God showed me that popped out that night because I got to be in the know with God. And God gave me quickly. And I quickly went to the link. Y'all better hear me now. That God will set you in a place, but you got to still be connected with God. I'm always looking and trying to find God. And whatever I'm doing, wherever I am, I want to find God there. They can discern when a leader was falling and when another leader was rising. See, if we are to walk with the spirit of the sons of Issachar, we would know whether or not Donald Trump is going to make four years or if this is going to be the last year for him. We would know that because we are sons of Issachar. And I'm, I'm not talking about political parties. I'm not talking about being a Democrat or being a Republican.
Okay, we will know who God has placed in office. Because God has given us the responsibility as the church to put someone there who have godly principles. Come on, come on, come on. But even in the midst of that, and I think about on yesterday, and I'm so full, and I went to bed with the word, and I woke up at 5 o'clock with the word. The word of God is my best friend, my constant companion. When I roll over, the Bible rolls over with me. And I'm not just saying this. I'm literally saying that when I roll over, the Bible is right there with me. Because I want to hear God, and I don't want to mislead the people of God. But I want you to walk into the promises of God. But one thing that the man of God, Pastor Houston, said yesterday, and he gave a strong rebuke to leaders, and said, touch not God's anointed. And he broke it down. And he said that most people talk, think that it's talking about them because somebody at some point in your life said that you were anointed. <laughs> but he said the one that God has placed to rule and lead over you. That when we put our mouths on the leader that God has appointed, we have sinned against God. Whether it's in the White House or in this house. That we don't even realize how much we walk in sin. He said, but David had the revelation that even when Saul was after him and he had an opportunity to take Saul out, David said, I can't. I can't do that. That's God's anointed. Even though I know that there's a time when God is going to release the mantle to me, but it's not my time right now. And Saul looks at David and said, you know what? You had an opportunity to kill me. And all of Saul's men that supposed to have been his armor bearers serving him left Saul wide open so that the enemy could come in. The enemy should never come in and take out your leader. Come on now, you better say that. If so, somebody ain't on that job. Doing what they're supposed to do. There should be an armor around protecting the one whom God has appointed over you. Politically and spiritually. And when we fail to do that, we fail as a people and as the kingdom of the living God. Not only uh, do the sons of Issachar excel in the knowledge of God's law, they were full of wisdom. In fact, God chose the sons of Issachar as one of the three tribes to go out in front of Israel whenever the nation moved. Can you see yourself when, when God is getting ready to do a great move and he's about to turn some things around in your city, in your community, he chooses you to walk in the front line because he knows that you can discern the time, you know what to say, you know what to speak, you're not speaking out of order, but you're speaking the word of God and God is looking for a people. In 2 Chronicles 2 and what is it, 7 and 14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and realize they don't have all the answer and seek my face and turn from their own evil way of thinking about things. I'll come in and I'll begin to heal the land because I got some people that are after my heart to hear me and to do what I say do. which is here what the spirit of the living God is saying. But Pastor Houston broke it down even the more yesterday. And I'm glad that I can use them as a point of reference because I was sitting upon the learned men. He said that those of us who think that we have humbled ourselves in so many words, but we are engaged in listening, listening to the accusation of a leader that we have come into agreement with that because we didn't denounce it because God said, I have given you all authority. Come on. And we engage our ears because we become nosy and we want to know that somebody 
let me just hear it so I can feel good that my situation isn't so bad. But the word of God says that if you engage even in listening about your leaders, then you have sinned against God. And that's the reason David says in Psalms 51, Lord, it is me that have done this terrible thing in your name and against you, God, have I done this because I've heard some things that I did not denounce. I've thought about some things that I did not pull down. I've engaged in some things that I did not resist. But oh my God, if thou will release thy mercy, thy tender mercy against me, God, then you can come in and you can begin to do a work. in the world because the world will see that we who are in the kingdom we got it together 
Yeah. And the world began to depend on us. But we got it, we got it backwards. We're depending on the world to give us stuff. Yeah. We're teaching the, we're looking for the world to teach us stuff. Those that are out selling drugs. Jesus. They just haven't been taught kingdom principles. But the world has taught them how to hustle and how to make some money because the church is broke. We can't teach them how to be entrepreneurs. We can tell them, you're an entrepreneur. You got business in you. But then they slap broke. And the church don't even have $1,000 to invest in them to start what we see in them. Because what has happened is that we are all trying to get ours and not be a blessing to the kingdom of the living God. Come on, yes, amen. God, you're good. So, the sons of Issachar, according to 1 Chronicles 12, 32, tells us that the sons of Issachar, who had understandings of the time to know what Israel ought to do, their chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. Now, you got the sons of Issachar, and then you got another generation, and this is like the generation that Chief Apostle and I were talking about at the table yesterday. If the sons, and this has no gender, those whom God has appointed to be wise in the world, in the word, and understand the word of God, we wouldn't have to worry about that 15 to 25 year old generation and that 25 to 45 year old generation because they were lined up. But there is something that we are not doing that is causing that generation to look outside of the church and to find their peace and their God somewhere else. Come on now. Could it be that there is wars and rumors of wars in the church? Should I say that a little stronger? When I say wars and rumors of wars in the church, that means that I don't like this person, they don't like me. I don't like them, and they don't like me. And that generation that is just longing for the spirit of Issachar so they can lead and change a nation and a generation, all they see is ism and schism. If it hurts, just say ouch. <laughs> Some examples of how astute the sons of Issachar were. They supported a female ruler when it may not have even been popular. Meaning that some of the things in which God tells you to do, it may not be popular. Nobody may not even like you doing it. As a matter of fact, you might get more darts thrown at you for doing it. But then you ought to know that I must be on the right course. But if everybody's hee-hawing and smiling in your face and telling you, oh, you're so sweet and you ain't feeling nothing, you better check what you're doing. In the times when Israel was governed by judges before it had king, and that was kings around 1100 B.C. or earlier, according to some scholars, a woman rose up to be judge, and we know that was Deborah. Her name was Deborah. Although women did not have rights in Israel, it would still have been unusual for a woman to sit in authority over the nation, but the sons of Issachar knew that it was time for a woman. When God says it's time for a woman president, the sons of Issachar don't know. Not just putting someone in office because it's the political party, but we know that we know it's time for the woman to come forth. And the earth, the world is groaning for a nation that will rise up and know the right thing to do based on the principles and the word of God. But we want to be so politically correct because I've always done it this way. It's always been this way. You better hear what God is saying. Nevertheless, God was with Deborah. He placed her in authority, and the sons of Issachar knew it. Therefore, they sided with Deborah, Deborah, and went out to battle under her leadership. All right. I feel that there are some signs of Issachar in this house because if you weren't here 
I mean, you wouldn't be here if God didn't discern that it's all right to sit up under that woman that I placed over there. <laughs> <laughs> <Blessing me. laughs> and because of that, they gained great victory. And they freed the land. They freed the land. There's some folks that need to be freed, and they won't get freed until they come into this house. Because this is a free house. Gotta be a free house when we can let a Almost two year old, how old is Riley? <laughs> Jump up and down and lay hands and pray over folks. Amen. Amen. It's a free house. They supported King David before he became king, when he was not popular even with King Saul. They supported him. All the tribes were split in their support of David except for one tribe, the tribe of Issachar. When David was running for his life because his son Absalom was after him. Everybody that knew him saw the anointing on his life. And it's something when there's an anointing on your life, but then there's a defamation of your character. And things that are happening against you that cause people to doubt whether or not. I, I've been here and I can say this. I can get really deep on this one. You know, when you, you really know that you love the Lord and you love God's yeah. people, Amen. but you have people that are speaking and putting their mouth on you, yeah. trying to figure out whether you are really anointed or not, and you're the one that prayed them through, you're the one that fast for them, laid hands on them and their loved ones, and then there is conversation about who you really are. on last Sunday, leaders. And I am so glad to see you came back today. Because honestly, people will hear things and they will judge the anointing and the appointment that God has on your life based on what you're going through. As if they've never been through nothing. Why is the church like that. And that's the reason God brought forth this, his house, as a place where folks can be free and free indeed. We know that we might not always get it just right, but we are still going to be who God called us to be. And we will not doubt ourselves, nor will we convict or condemn ourselves. We go before the Lord and we mess up and say, God, I messed it up. You helped me get this back right because I got a work to do. I don't have time in these last years to give God any excuses as to why I can't do what he preordained, predestinated me to do even before the foundation of the world. He knew what all of us was uh, was designed, capable of doing. Yes, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We heard yesterday about giving God all kind of excuses yes. as to why we don't do what we're supposed to do. But know that this is the year when the excuses are thrown out the door. God is saying, I don't want to hear that. I want you to grow up this year because you got something to do for the next decade. How you do it this year will determine the rest of the nine years. All the excuses of the past, they're behind you. This is a whole new day. Put your best foot forward. The sons of Issachar had something special. Their ability to discern the times and seasons was an incredible advantage. Just think about this. Understanding the seasons and the times. Seasons, I think about the weather. I think about the climate. I think about all of those things that take place during the various seasons of the year. Now, if we were really great and strong in the Lord, then there were some of us who would be able to say that you all need to prepare yourself. We won't need James Spann or the other ones that comes on the news because we would sound the alarm. And because we know that God has given us all authority, even over the atmosphere, that if there's a storm raging, and there's a tornado about to hit the West Coast, that we in our spirit of discernment will rise up and 
We know what to do based on what the weatherman said. And it's good that we begin to get in prayer. We begin to pray, Lord God, I, I ban, I bind the spirit of every weather demon. But we can we can get to that demon before he begin to even puff. We had the inside scoop. Understanding of God activities. God, where are you going to move today? Yes. And they, the prophet began to sound the alarm and say that there's a great revival that's about to take place on the East Coast. Yeah. New York, New Jersey, all you states on the East Coast, get ready because the wave of God's glory, it's about to hit. And the people will begin to realize that God is now again speaking to his prophets and, and they are in the spirit because they have the spirit to discern, understand, know what God is doing. The word of God said to you today that I don't reveal nothing unless I reveal it through my prophets. I speak to my prophets. And I give them the word to say in season and out of season. I'm believing God that the prophetic mantle of God is going to sweep in and take over the hearts of those that are sold out to him. That say, I am a servant. I am here to serve you with my whole heart and my whole soul. I left my past behind me. And I'm embracing what you have called me to do for such a time as this. Activities going on around us Threats People dying every day But when the prophet of God And I'm saying this to you Prophets and prophet elects That this is the time And this is your Kairos moment Right now Right here in this moment Where you get this vessel Lined up with the word of God Because God needs your ears To hear what he is saying To you right now He needs your heart to become one With his spirit With the power of his might and you're going to begin to speak a word and God is going to release that word and it's going to be a sound in the atmosphere and people are going to begin to say I heard the prophet say this is what the Lord God is about to do and your words are going to be so accurate they're going to be so on point nobody's going to have to wait until next week because when you open your mouth because you to be 
And daughters 
might because this is the year when you line yourself up with what God is saying to you to do. And the next nine years, every year you will birth forth. Every year you will see signs and wonders. And it will get greater and greater and greater because we are in the last days when evil is calling forth our children. And what they see and think and feel is right. The enemy has fooled them. But it takes you who know your God to set them free. Do you know your God? So we stand with him and be one and do what he say do. For the time is now. Now is stands. The apostle will set the order. The prophets stand. Let not the enemy slivering through a crack and a crevice because you walk away from your posts. Stay on post.